Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale, and thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. This is where we do something, uh, nothing more, nothing less than this. (laughs) We gather together around the Word of the Most High God. And we say, Lord, what is it that you're revealing to us? What are you showing to us? What are you speaking to us? What are you speaking to us corporately as the entire body? Uh, What is your word for uh, our uh, community, for where you have placed us in this life? And Lord, what are you speaking to us personally? Because the Lord, uh, through his word and through his spirit and through the body, speaks to us day in and day out. And so often I suspect that he is speaking and yet we're doing very little listening. So that's what we seek to do, okay? Uh, what we've been looking at in recent days is a, a subject matter that you will see from time to time and places and people will refer to it. But it's pretty rare for anybody to actually study it and examine it. And I think that is a loss to us because there's so much in the Word that is revealed through this. And that is the Feast of the Lord, okay, the Feast of the Lord. And the Feast of the Lord are, are these, Passover, Unleavened Bread, first fruits. The Feast of Weeks, which we call uh, often call Pentecost. The Feast of Trumpets, the Day of Atonement, the Feast of Booths. The Lord gave his people, Israel, seven feasts that they were to celebrate. And you say, well, that's great and that's wonderful. But what does that have to do with us? It gives us so much insight into what the Lord has done for us. And what he has done for us in salvation. And I think there's elements of uh, our salvation that we will not understand if we don't understand what he's saying through the feast, okay? So to this point, and obviously we're just doing a, a, a general uh, passing over of the topic, shall we say. But so far we've looked at Passover and we've looked at unleavened bread. Today we're going to read the scripture that's related to first fruits. And quite often people have never even heard that from the context of uh the feast. They've heard it from the context of a New Testament vernacular where Christ was the first fruit of those resurrected from the dead. And that's where the tie in is, okay? And we'll talk about that in a few more episodes, okay? But for today, I just want us to see what it says out of Leviticus 23. Now remember, in Leviticus 23, the Lord has given them, just step by step by step, what he calls um, special days, these feasts. In the ninth verse, he says this. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, When you enter the land which I'm going to give you and reap his harvest, then you shall bring in the sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest. So you see there's a particular time when they were to do this. Uh, they were not to do this when the Lord was guiding them through what we call the wilderness journey, but when they entered the land. And it's when they enter the land and they had a harvest. When they reap the harvest, they're supposed to do a particular thing. And what they were supposed to do is to bring a sheaf. A sheaf is just a bundle of the first fruits of their harvest and bring it to the priest. So he's instructing the people what to do. Now watch this, verse 11. He, that's the priest, shall wave the sheaf before the Lord for you to be accepted on the day of After the Sabbath, the priest shall wave it. And so he tells exactly what day 
He doesn't mention what week, but within the context, this is what we believe occurs. On the 14th day of Nisan is the Feast of Passover, the day of preparation when they're preparing the Passover lamb and they're preparing the meal. They were called to kill the sacrificial lamb between the evenings. That was the time, which is 3 o'clock in the afternoon. They would prepare the meal. They would roast the lamb, get the bitter herbs, the unleavened bread ready. They would sit down, begin to eat the meal. Then the sun would set, and it would become the next day. Okay, when the sun sets in the Hebrew mind, that's the beginning of the next day. That's the 15th day of the sun. The 15th day is the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Remember that last seven days. Well, what he's saying right here is that this waving of this sheaf by the priest, and he would do that in a representative type of way, okay? He would wave that thing, and it was to take place on the day after the Sabbath. Well, we saw where the 15th day of Nisan, the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, was a holy convocation, a Sabbath day. And quite often, I've got several resources here in front of me right now that show that the the first fruits was on the 16th day of Nisan because it was after the Sabbath day. But that's not when it was. It was actually the day after the weekly Sabbath, okay, the day after the weekly Sabbath, which would place it on the 18th day of Nisan. Now, the Lord doesn't tell us exactly what day it is, but he keeps referring to it and saying, again, here's verse 11, he shall wave the sheaf before the Lord for you to be accepted. On the day after the Sabbath, the priest shall wave it. And so the day after the Sabbath would be on the 18th day of this particular week that we're talking about, okay? On the 18th day of Nisan. Verse 12 says this, Now, on the day when you wave the sheaf, you shall offer a male lamb, one year old, without defect, for a burnt offering to the Lord. Verse 13, Its grain offering shall then be two-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil, an offering by fire to the Lord for a soothing aroma with this drink offering, a fourth of a hind of wine. So you see there's a drink offering, there's a grain offering, there's a, a, a sacrificial um, offering of a lamb. Then verse 14, last verse we'll look at today. Until this same day, day, until you have brought in the offering of your God, you shall eat neither bread nor roasted grain nor new growth. It is to be a perpetual statue throughout your generations in all your dwelling places. So the bottom line with what the Lord is saying is, I want you to bring forth this offering. And he calls it a first fruit offering. To bring forth the first fruits of what the land is bringing forth. Now this would have been the harvest of a winter grain. I think it's barley more than likely what's being spoken of here. And he's saying... When you cut that sheaf, and a Jewish tradition, I believe, says they cut it a couple days before, maybe even on Passover day, and held it until the 18th to when they would wave the sheaf that they were not to eat any bread or anything else. Well, if you remember, with the Feast of Unleavened Bread, that's the Feast of first fruits falls within Unleavened Bread. Unleavened Bread went from the 15th to the 21st in the sun. First fruits is on the 18th. And you say, well, that's all wonderful and fine. What does that have to do with us? Here's what it has to do with us. That feast of first fruits is a picture and a foreshadowing of what the Lord Jesus Christ was going to do, of what it says later on in the New Testament, that Jesus is the first fruit of those resurrected from the, day, from the dead. 
they would have been raising that sheath, the Jewish people would have, and waving that sheath before the Lord on the very day that the Lord was resurrected. It is a picture of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Today, the Jewish people really don't celebrate it too much. You hardly ever hear it spoken of. But it is of tremendous importance because it is revelation to them and understanding to them of what Messiah would do, that he would be the first fruits of those resurrected from the dead. So to this point, we've seen Passover. We've seen unleavened bread. We've seen first fruits. There's four more to go. We'll probably cover one or two more before we do a little sidetrack with some things, okay? In the meantime, uh, continue to pass the word about the podcast. Let other folks know. Uh, link to it on your Facebook page and all that kind of cool stuff. And I thank you, and I'll see you again next time.